Hey everybody, welcome to the Grading Animals podcast episode. I know that usually this episode, usually these episodes that I make are for Instagram video, but you know, why not diversify? Why not expand the scope of what I do beyond a one-note performance about how many jokes I can make about an animal? Sometimes you have to look at your life and think, why are you trying to hit the same bullseye over and over again? Um, that's at least where I'm at. And some people have said, uh, hey, why aren't you doing um, more episodes? Why can't you just turn the faucet of your creativity on and just uh, make as many episodes as possible? And the, re- that, the reason I can't is just because, you know, life gets in the way. You know, life finds a way to fuck your life up. And um, that's where I'm at. So, unfortunately, I can't make episodes at the frequency that I was doing when the pandemic started. The glorious pandemic that has enriched so many of our lives and continues to offer us opportunities. Um, But, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, those those are great times. Unfortunately, now... The pandemic is mutating and changing into a new type of lifestyle. I'm finding it tougher. What I'm having in this part of the pandemic is kind of like what a lot of people had in the beginning part of the pandemic, which was despair and hopelessness and depression and seeing uh, just seeing the world and your own world. Uh, sort of uh, eroding and crumbling away. It's very difficult. It's a very difficult situation to persevere through. Um, Amid the isolation that this time has brought, and also the stripping away of stuff that, that like had bogged my life down. For instance, you know, I used to have a job. I used to travel around the world with my job. And uh, I used to perform a lot, uh, stand up and stuff like that. And those things uh, have fallen away. And what they have, um, what they have revealed are um, issues that were lying underneath the distractions of my life. And now uh, being revealed and in the sunlight of my, um, of my, days I can't ignore them so it's a little bit it's a little bit tough so like um let's just turn that music off and I'll just sort of maybe uh reveal a little more because what is a podcast if not just uh getting to know one person uh too intimately uh but then also having the barrier of um of your own private existence where you can either connect with the person that you're listening to or just discard them like so much other media out there all the things that are made in the world music and and movies shows and art all that stuff just creative people reaching out hoping to connect maybe sometimes in a more cynical way maybe they're trying to connect for their own financial gain which is not the worst thing Um, but I think at the core of a lot of them is a need to connect, but not everything connects. Not everything is, 
um, is a you know concentrated, focused creation that will garner the attention of the world, and uh, it's the what is it? It's natural selection, and it's also survival of the fittest. So not everything is going to be as well written or perfect as Breaking Bad, but you know. Regardless, every creative team that comes together to create a thing, in the middle of their, in the middle of their pro- their project, they must think like this is pretty good. People are gonna like this, and you know, you know, bands working in their uh, in their little studios around the world, you know, coming up with their albums must think like, yeah, th- what we're doing is is gonna be awesome. They're they're excited about it, and you know, when the uh, when the work comes out. That's not always the case. Sometimes people are in the wrong place at the wrong time. And, um, you know, to, be, to put your work out there is to, to open yourself to a lot of failure. And that's a hard, it's a hard uh, reality to accept. And sometimes people create barriers um, between them and the outside so that they're not, so they, they don't, they're not as vulnerable to those failures. I think one of the cool things about having a team or, or, or like being in a band, I used to be in a band. I'll probably talk about that and mention that a zillion times, even though it was like 20 years ago. Um, but one of the cool things about being in a band is your, uh, you can have the camaraderie of your group that barricades you against feeling, um, vulnerable. Like for instance, if an audience thinks you guys suck, then at least you guys in the band know that you're having fun and that it's an expression and you're like, this is great. We'll live to play another show. Um, I've found as a solo artist that that conversation um, I have to have by myself. I have to like, um, you know, just uh, be, uh, you know, strong in my own uh, will to continue so that I don't feel bad. And at least for grading animals, I've, I've, been, I've really been lucky because I haven't had that many. I have a very, this show has a very low asshole quotient in terms of the fans. And I really appreciate all of you people because you guys are mostly not here to tell me I suck for now. But hopefully that continues. Anyway, uh, we'll see how this podcast episode goes. Maybe this will be the turning point where everyone who previously for the last two and a half years thought I was good now decides, wait a second, now that I hear you talk, I hate you. And now I have to tell you that you should kill yourself. These negative thoughts I have are part of who I am. Sometimes I think grading animals like, who is this critical asshole who is um, just telling animals, innocent animals, who are barely sentient, you know? You know, just animals like a tardigrade, like literally doesn't even think of it. And then I have all this vitriol for the animals. I have all this, I'm going to grade them and fail an entire species. And I think, where does this come from inside of me? this brutal judgment 
and this brutal judgment is actually um, a, like a specter that lives inside of me that is like a like a Godzilla-sized um, monster. And whenever I get a compliment or anything positive happens, it's like um, it's like little figurines on a table, and they like I can stack the 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 positive uh, accolades up on this table. But then behind me, the specter of my own judgment of myself and my critical mind that is like um, that I try to keep at bay all the time comes and then wipes the table clean of any positive reinforcement and reminds me who's driving the ship. Um, The critical mind is a tough thing because I credit my critical mind with um, being, with why like I try to be good at, let's say I try to be good at art. And what I mean like art, like I try to be good at, um, let's say writing uh, or performing or or developing my sense of humor or even try to be good at drawing or painting or the things that I have attempted to have skill with. Um, But, you know, I think part of that developing skill is seeing uh, your own flaws and correcting them and having like an awareness that like you need to work harder at the thing that you want to be good at. And so that's where this uh, negative, this self-negativity is born in me. And I can't really control it that well. But anyway, it's been about 10 minutes for this intro. And thank you for sticking around this far if you have. But this is not just for me. This podcast episode is not just for me to ramble on um, with no direction. Um, this podcast episode is to respond to the people who took the time to make suggestions. And I put on my stories, please give me a suggestion on, I believe, Saturday. Just Saturday, November 27th, I think. And many of you took the time to give me a suggestion. And I'm going to respond to every single one of them. And however long it takes is however long this podcast episode goes for. And when it's completed, then this experiment will have been completed. And then I will post this episode on podcast places. And hopefully the people who took the time to read the stories or connect, respond to the stories will then listen to this episode and maybe we will will uh bifurcate the audience of grading animals on instagram into a separate audience of people who want to hear me do a podcast we'll see you know um that's the best i can do right now in this in the situation i'm in i'm not in a good place financially and um it's affecting me creatively and it's fucking up my life uh and that's just what it is so that's why there hasn't been new episodes but let's go to the first suggestion by varsha brothers varsha brothers is a um an instagram account that is run half by adam tan 
Adam Tan is a, a great friend of the show and somebody who I've actually known for a very long time. Even though in the beginning of our friendship, I didn't even know him. He was one of these people who knew me before I knew him. And he claims that he knew me 20 years ago, but I say that I only knew him 17 years ago. Three of those years, I'll be honest with you, Grading Animals audience, I didn't know who the fuck this guy was. So, I don't know. I I will have to be shown a picture of us actually existing in the same place. But, we, but this is another Long Island guy. I've known him for at least 17 years, allegedly 20 years. But he says... His suggestion to me was, have some plantains with dinner, and thank you. That is an excellent suggestion. Having some plantains with dinner is maybe the only type of self-care thing that I can get behind. I'm, I'm not, I have a weird relationship with food. I, I'm not an anorexic or a bulimic, but I am a weird about food ick i have a problem sometimes i'll i'll forget to eat um and it's not trying i'm not trying to what happens is i have low blood sugar and the reason i have low blood sugar is because i don't think about food unless it's like oh I, I should actually have food i'm like starving so then i'll eat food but then like it's never it never never occurs to me to like so like i'll just lapse and i won't eat um and then i'll be like oh my god i'm fucking losing my mind and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I haven't eaten anything. And often, that's the, that'll be the reason why like, I'll feel insane or, or depressed or something. It usually is that I haven't eaten anything. But um, then also, you know, I don't, it's not like I learned from my mistake. So one, this suggestion of have some plantains with dinner, such a great, pla- such a great plantain, such a great suggestion... Because plantains are foods that I really like. It's that's something that I'll never not I'll never say no to. I'll always say yes to some plantains. Um, my mom's from Honduras, and I grew up having plantains and just you know the type of food that you would find if you went to like a restaurant, a small little restaurant. Uh, that that is oh, that you know from like El Salvador type restaurant or Honduras or Central American and to a much lesser extent Mexican but it's a really it's a really distinctly different uh, type of food I think um, anyways um, you know like uh, what are we talking we're talking about the standards we're talking about like rice and beans we're talking about um, empanadas we're talking about pupusas we're talking about tortilla based foods we're talking about like avocado with like a little stuff sprinkled on it. We're talking about that crumbly cheese. Um, we're talking about that crema. You know, this is the type of stuff that we're talking about. But right now we're talking about having plantains with dinner, which is a nice thing. And that's a good suggestion. And um, just the idea of it makes me happy. But I want to know, what is your comfort food? Do you guys have a comfort food? Um, if you do have a comfort food, let me know about it and I maybe will, uh, respond to maybe if you ask me if I've ever had your comfort food, I'll respond in the next episode about it and it can become a running thread of this 
show suggestion based show that I'm just improvising right now. Anyway, thank you so much for that suggestion, Varsha Brothers and Adam Tan. We really appreciate I really appreciate you. Not a not the royal we. But okay. The next suggestion comes from Preorder Dad, who I believe Preorder Dad is uh, a musician. He I think he's in a band in Florida as well as I think he uh, subscribed to my Patreon, which I think is uh, is true, but I, I can't be sure, but I think so. I think he might be a subscriber. But his suggestion is says, make a new episode, brew. And um, and I hear you, pre-order dad. In fact, make a new episode, brew, believe it or not, is something that I think about a lot too. The episodes I want to make, I'll tell you, I'm going to open up the, right now, I'm just going to open up my Word, not Word, Evernote, where I have all the episodes that I haven't produced yet. And I'm just going to tell you them, and maybe you guys can um, not even vote, but I'll just tell you the new episodes that are on deck that I haven't created, and you guys can put pressure on me. So here are the five, well, let's not say five. These are episodes that I already have like a lot written for. Um... I mean a lot when I mean like pay, like a bunch of pages of stuff written for. The Lion. I have an episode pretty much written for The Lion, but it's going to be a long-ass episode, and I have to really figure it out. It's going to be like a multi-part episode, sort of like Great White Shark, Lobster. i got to do a lot of work for this. and um, So I can't just make a short episode. I can't dishonor what I've written. So I have The Lion. That's going to be a long episode. Another long episode that I have is The Horse. Um, Both The Lion and The Horse, animals that human beings have invested a lot into. The Lion being a symbol of the sun. You know, a symbol, uh, the the solar face of the lion is also the sun. And um, plus, like, you know, we associate kings. There's a lot of associations with The Lion. And The Horse... Just like the dog, um, an animal whose who's, uh, uh, work ability, whose ability to work until it drops dead has helped human society get to where it's going. So I can't just phone in the episodes of The Lion and the Horse. Um, an episode I probably could phone in, The Garial, which is that Indian needle-nosed, plier-faced crocodile. And um, I don't have a lot written for that. And I guess that's an episode I could just, um, you know, really quickly jerk off to to appease the audience. Um, but I don't have, but I haven't started, uh, you know, I haven't written that yet. Uh, the last I, I've written on it was September 28th, uh, 2021. And the next episode I have um, that I haven't really, the two other episodes I haven't really written for is the Okapi and the Quetzalcoatlus, which, I mean, Quetzalcoatlus one of my favorite animals that ever lived, and I probably have to, you know, do right by it. And the okapi, an animal I'll, which I'll be honest, don't really give a shit about, um, and that might be one that I could just knock out quick. So pre-order dad, that's, thank you for asking me to make a new episodes. If I do make a new episodes, it will be one of those five episodes, Lion, Horse, Gariel, Okapi, or Quetzalcoatlus. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, that's, now you're knowing. And why haven't I made an episode? What, what's going on with me? Um, so, the reason I haven't done a new episode 
is because I am underemployed right now and it's fucking my life up. Because how can I spend 30 hours, and I'll be honest, yeah, 30 hours, like four hours, like getting the whole script perfectly written so that I think it's good, and then like setting my shit up and shooting, and then going out to some part and shooting outside, and then, um, you know, maybe shooting a third part where like I'm playing multiple versions of myself, and then spending the time to edit and like put in all the graphics and get it all perfect. If I don't, I don't even have, I can't even literally afford to be in this garage-ass apartment that I live in. How am I gonna fucking take the time out of my week to do that when I know that literally I don't want to get evicted, so I have to pay my rent and do other things? And then I think, shit, well imagine my show was good enough that I could pay my rent with it, but unfortunately, truth be told, that's not what happened. My Grading Animals Patreon barely covers one bill. And I'm not saying this to fucking beg for money. I mean, yes, that is what Patreon essentially is for. But like, I had this idea that my creativity would have been able to sustain something. But, you know, in the, in the harsh light of day, I feel like, oh shit, it's just another stupid hobby that an aging loser does in his garage on Long Island. And that's maybe the most crushing thing of all. So, that's the reason why I have not had a new episode. Uh, but, you know, we're working through it. And I think, like, making this podcast is at least um, a step in the right direction. To be vulnerable, to be open, and to show the audience that I'm not just a fake animal scientist, but I'm actually a real person. All right, next suggestion, Album of Day 21. Um, album of Day 21, a great Instagram account of various albums that you may or may not know. But if you go to Album of Day 21 on Instagram, who is also a fan of the show and also a Patreon subscriber, you'll see maybe some albums you've never heard of and maybe some albums you have heard of. And the thing about it is you go to his account and you're going to see some albums on there. And if you don't know the albums, it's going to be on you to look them up on YouTube to see if what they sound like. And then you'll make your decision of whether you like it or not. But the thing about it is, do, you, do we really make a decision that we like things or, what, or do we encounter artworks and they catch us? And it's not really up to us whether we like it or not. The artwork itself surprises us into liking it or not. This is the same thing I feel about humor. I think that we don't decide to like humor. Humor either surprises us into laughing or not. But there's no conscious decision in it. Um, so anyway, Album of Day 21 suggests that I put some plain chips in a sandwich bag and add some white vinegar and shake. So this is like a recipe for plain chips but like I literally just had plantains with dinner upon the suggestion of Varsha Brothers so like I feel like right now I've been having a little too many chips and I should have some nutrition so this plain chip suggestion is good but it just comes at the wrong time um I've never actually made vinegar chips by myself like I never made vinegar chips 
like but from scratch like this i've always just either found a bag of vinegar vinegar chips that existed like with the white vinegar already put on them and i'll tell you i've enjoyed it i think it has been a good snack i've loved it so yes album a day 21 i agree those chips are good but at this moment i cannot accept your suggestion and make vinegar chips because i within the context of this podcast we did just have plantain chips and i'm not trying to turn this into a food podcast or maybe this is a food podcast maybe if one more person suggests a food thing in these suggestions this will become a food contest co- podcast just by proxy but j- just by proxy whether that might not be the right words but we're going to say it's by proxy a um listen I I try to sometimes I'm sometimes my thinking my thinking mind is a little burnt out so and I done thunk all the thoughts I could thank so if I get some words wrong then you just have to um you just have to like roll with it because one of the things about this podcast is it's not going to be like um one of these podcasts where I'm going to cut and edit a bunch of stuff what I will do is I will sometimes throw a music bed underneath for emphasis and shout out Epidemic Sound, where I'm getting all of my free royalty-free music from. But besides that, I'm not going to be stopping and trying to cut this shit up because that's too much work. And I, again, like I, I don't have the time to do that right now. Okay, next suggestion comes from Ian Cinco, who a great artist, by the way. Check out Ian Cinco's work. Incredible illustrator. Really wonderful work. Um, a friend, a New York friend of, uh, of the show and who I've known through, um, really through uh, Brooklyn Wildlife, and shout out Brooklyn Wildlife, um, which he's done the illustrations of the posters for over the years. But uh, Brooklyn Wildlife is, I'm going to say it like, I'm going to say it's like a little scene unto itself of truly independent artists in Brooklyn. Um, uh, Parhash, Karnikovsky, probably saying that wrong, but um, Chris Carr is the guy who runs Brooklyn Wildlife, and he um, he really just attracts interesting artists all together and puts on these events, and I have been uh, very lucky to be part of that scene, and I really do appreciate it because um, I'm kind of like a, a weirdo that does not really fit in groups. Uh, no, but in my throughout my whole life, I've never been able to like be part of a scene and feel like I'm actually part of the scene. I always like am a little bit too weird or whatever. Um, but I do feel like Brooklyn Wildlife is a great uh, is a great scene that um, that I get to participate in. They they put on shows, and I've always been part of the festivals every year. Um, so I really do appreciate them, and that's where I met Ian Cinco, who brings this suggestion to the show. Have I graded the human race? I've not graded the human race yet. I have um, had episodes where the human race uh, would, you know, we see the card that will be the episode cover, but I've not ever graded the human race yet. Um, I think that it's going to be a great episode. Uh, if for everybody who is listening to this this far, 20 minutes in, um, is still with still with me, then I would assume that you also enjoy grading animals and and the sort of like 
little connected mythology of the show. So you know the human race episode is going to be fun. Um, but to those wondering if I'm going to grade the human race negatively, no. I think it's ridiculous to think that the human race is um, going to get graded badly by me. Listen, just because the human race um, is responsible for, you know, um, let's say, the destruction of the planet, that is not something we can judge the human race for. Because the human race does not know what it's doing any more than the ant race or the um, phytoplankton race knows what they're doing. Uh, humans are only, like, they only act out of their own survival and within the context of their own um, social paradigms for the time that they exist in. And most humans are completely powerless in their worlds, just literally scraping by. And the ones who are powerful are also governed by the other forces that lock them into the lives that they have. Um, the idea that people who are more powerful than us have have free will as well, I feel like they're also chained by the circumstances of keeping their own world uh, together. And I think it's like this um, it's like this like blind marriage of circumstance. I don't think that anybody has any control over what is to come. And that's why we have all these stupid beliefs, religions, and uh, memes, and other uh, fantasies that we try to pretend like, uh, like, oh yeah, this is like I, I got, I figured it out. You know what? I have, I can be at peace right now in the world because I've figured it out because I'm using a, like a meditation technique or some shit I read. Um, that reads like a poem from the 1300s or some fucking uh, blog that I read or some answer that can distract me from the truth that uh, we are just like headed towards entropic chaos and we are all going to die and we have to squeeze out the little warmth that we can find in the world Um and face the challenges of our age uh, that we're confronted with. Like um, something that I've thought about in my own life is that um, in the pandemic, I've been uh, very alone and it's weird. I've never spent so much time isolated from people. Uh, and I thought at the, in the beginning, I was like, this is awesome. I love that I don't have to do, I don't have to be around people. Um, I really went into it. And then I think that it has transformed me and I've become a, a weird hermit. And I don't know what to do about that. But those are the type of challenges I mean. I think that everybody has their own internal bullshit that, they are, that they're up against. And all this stuff when you project outward into the world about like, oh, you know, I, I want other people who I don't even know whose lives like 
don't even are not impacted by mine in another place. I want them to change so that I feel better about my life here in my world. I feel like, you know, skip the middleman and look at yourself in the mirror and figure out what is, you know, what are you up against? Because I know that for me, I'm up against um, my own failures, mostly. Mostly it's my own failures that keep me from succeeding. Um, and I feel like no, like I'm just trying to, to figure it out and maybe I'll succeed and maybe I won't. And in the big scheme of things, um, it won't matter because, um, you know, life moves on and hopefully I'll get it together. You know, I think one thing I believe which I must have read on a blog or from a, some 1300s manuscript or maybe like a, a meditation text. The one thing I, I do believe is that if I, if I stick with the things that, I'm, that, that I've started, like I want to stick with my creative voice and continue this path that I'm on, I think that if I stick with it, then there'll be some type of salvation at the end that at a certain point, like things will start clicking because I stuck with it. But um, that might also be bullshit. You know, it's like, again, we tell ourselves these things just so we can um, forget or not think about the entropic chaos that is before us. So human beings, A+. plus. All right, next suggestion Azari the Wise, friend of the show, great, great, uh, I love seeing Azari the Wise's um, likes or comments on my content, which is really the connection between us that we have. We don't know each other, the people who I'm going to post this, and hopefully uh, hopefully this podcast will be good enough to listen to a second time, but um, I only know these people by likes and comments, and occasionally DMs. And story replies, but Azari the and I and I appreciate it. I appreciate that that's that's the connection that I can have, and that this this creation has opened my life up to this uh, experience. But Azari the Wise says, "Live a hashtag apex life, one hundred percent, one hundred percent live an apex life." That is a great suggestion. And what is living an apex life? Well, living an apex life. Wait a second. That's not living an apex life. This is not living. By the way, this background music right here. This is not. That's what I call not living an apex life. This music right here. I mean, maybe. No, that doesn't sound very apex. We're trying to live an apex life. Euphoric sound. Come on. Let's epidemic sound. Let's get let's live an apex life. Is this. An apex life? Let's hear. No. This is like... This is not apex either. This is like a millennial life. This is like background of a millennial music life. Alright, that's not... I was looking for a... I was looking for a soundtrack to be an apex behind so I could do a, a funny talking riff. But so far I, I picked on the wrong, choi wrong choice. Let's see about this song. Apex. Yeah. This is not Apex either. I don't know. All right. That might have been a dud. I might have just bombed the live an Apex life. Living an Apex life is not easy. Sometimes, like, for instance, how are you going to live an Apex life if you can't find a good background track? Let's see. 
why are all these fucking songs so corny? I put in, um, Jesus Christ. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Anyway, I, I, I'm going to, so let's just try to find one more and hopefully it will be, it will be cool enough sounding so that we could have, uh, something, ape- we can talk about something apex on the background, on the back sound. Um, but I don't know now. I think we may have, uh, I may, I think we may have, may have blew it. I might have bla- blew it on that one. Let's see. Let's just give it another shot. Um. So Apex, you know, let's see what this is. Um, this is like, okay, this is some kind of build up here. So, you know, you're, you're, you're on a, you're on a, you're in a car. Life is whizzing by and you're thinking like, am I going to be Apex? Probably not. This is probably not an Apex song, but you know, maybe when the beat comes in. Yeah. I don't know, man. All right. I apologize. I apologize, Azari the Wise. I feel like this is the first... We've been going for about 40 minutes, and we, we hit a lull. Live an apex life. You know what? It's hard. It's hard to live an apex life. Sometimes, what can you do to live an apex life? If you, if you, especially if you tried something and it, like, and, it, and it didn't work out, like those last sound cues that I tried to put on. What do you do? Um, well, um, definitely don't just up and quit right that would not be apex i think like the the i think the thing to do would be to try to like dig your way out of it like i'm trying to do with this thing what what is what is apex really are we apex i tend to think that it's an ideal i think that the problem with apex is that um that like we're probably we may we, we may only taste an apex life for for a a little while but um, like I was saying in the last uh, suggestion, I think that um, I, I'm in such a dark wave place that I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, the apex is for somebody else. Um, I'm going to be uh, the prey animal. Um, I don't know. I think the problem is living an apex life for humans requires drive and hope. And sometimes drive and hope are hard to come by. So let's just, Azari, I'm sorry that I'm going to try to live an apex life, but I'm going to move on to the next suggestion. And I'm going to say, go to Derek on a hill, uh, who suggests cry more often. It helps. And, uh, and I agree. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to like start crying right now. I feel like it'd be uh, insincere if I started crying right now unless I was crying about stuff that is real but I will say that I'm I I've been I've de- I've been depressed um and I think like what is depression right is it like I think for me the reason I think I've been depressed is because uh I've had a lot of trouble feeling hopeful and people would say to me you know, you're doing great. Things are good. You're, you're like, there's nothing wrong. And look at all this. Look, look at what positive things are going on or whatever. But it's hard to not, um, it's hard to not feel like, uh, you know, to get out of your own head. Sometimes it's good to like, uh, go outside and take a walk or, exercise I have a pull-up bar that I'll like do pull-ups and that sometimes like 
uh, gets the blood flowing and like counteracts the feeling. But um, I think like not being able to support myself and, uh, you know, feeling like, you know, I think, you know, getting a little, sometimes getting a little too invested in the promise of like, you know, what social media or whatever, like getting, I admit that I've, I've been like deluded by it. Um, and just like the isolation and, uh, having no work prospects also feeling like, um, feeling like I don't want to go backwards in time. Like I don't want the pandemic and the opportunities that it's opened up for me in, t- in terms of like it took away, it, it cleared the playing field and like a new me happened. I, like I'm not the same person that I was before the pandemic. And like, I don't like, I don't want to like go back to my old life. Like as, as, as shitty as things are right now, I don't want to like go back to the before times. Like I never, like I didn't learn anything. Uh, and then I think like, well, what's forward? Uh, and that's where like the lack of hope comes in because I have to like, I have to fight myself to think like, yeah, a great, like the things that I want are going to come to fruition and I'm going to like, like things are going to be good. And I do at some, I do believe, I keep trying because I do believe that, that I'm going to make it, make it. What does it even mean? Like one of the most important things to me is that like I get to create all the things that I have inside of me. Like I, I don't even think about like success as like some type of, oh, I'm going to have a house or I'm going to have things or I'm going to have like a life where um, I don't think about money. Like when I think about success, I think, oh, I got to make the things that I wanted to make. And maybe that's a short-sighted concept of success, but that's the truth. Like I do feel like I am, I, like that's what success is to me. Um, and then when I get hopeless, I think like, oh, well, that's not even possible, but it's temporary. Like I still am trying, like I'm trying to do this, even though like right now making an episode of grading animals is not, you know, possible right this moment. Like I'm making this because like, I want to continue reaching out. And also I want to like, I don't know, like social media is such a lie all these numbers are fake. I have, I see my number, my numbers and it affects my, it affects me and like, I can't help it. Like, because I've been, um, you know, because I've been, uh, caught up into the fucking video game of it all. But I know it's not real. Like with the stories, like only like maybe like 200 people look at those. So those are the people who are like, check like checking in on me like as if uh i'm on suicide watch right scrolling past to be like okay this person still exists um and i appreciate that but it's not six thousand it's 200 so like the the concept of this thing is is false but we like i mean like as a creative person like you get like um you get like seduced by it and i 100 percent uh was seduced by it and it probably has um, contributed to my uh, my depression or whatever you'd call this feeling of hopelessness. But yes, to cry more often or at least to feel low and get it out of your system is good.
like what is this podcast if not just a like um an expulsion of of uh different feelings that once they're out there then you can breathe and go back and continue to try um yeah, so thank you so much, Derek on a Hill. That's a great suggestion to cry more often. It does help, and I'm glad we kind of did. I'm glad we kind of did that. All right, next suggestion comes from Jonathan O, and he says, I suggest you keep rocking them glasses, and then has a, a smiley face with sunglass emoji and a rock and roll hand symbol. So, um, devil horns. That's, I think, what they call them. So... That's a great suggestion. I will continue to rock my sunglasses. My, rock my regular glasses. I don't have sunglasses. These regular glasses that I wear, I don't wear them just so that I can get nice compliments from Jonathan O. No, I wear those also to see because I have very bad eyesight. When I take my glasses off, let's say I took my glasses off and decided to drive around, I could do it. But that's only because I can make out the big shapes the big shapes and colors. But I would describe what it looks like with my glasses off to be similar to um, Gaussian blur, uh, like 25 on Photoshop, mixed with, I don't know if you guys remember this, but they used to have a Van Gogh filter on Photoshop that I don't know if it's still there. But if you put, if you made another layer, duplicate layer, so first layer is going to have Gaussian Blur 25, next layer, duplicate layer, overlay, but with the Van Gogh filter at opacity. Also, we're going to go put it on opacity 25. So now the Gaussian Blur is not 0.25. The opacity is 0.25 of 100%, but the Gaussian Blur is at 25 power, 25 pixels at a Gaussian Blur. Um, so that's what it looks like with my glasses off. So absolutely will continue to rock them glasses, Jonathan O. Thank you for that suggestion. Next suggestion is from Sheila the Tuba, great friend of the show. Um, and she says, drink more water, avoid screens before sleep, plant your potatoes in the spring and use sunscreen. Now, I don't know if this is verbatim read off of that song, uh, Sunscreen, from 1999 that starts like, to the graduating class of 1999, and then it goes on a, a litany of um, different, different uh, things to do, and one of the things in the song is to use sunscreen. Um, but that's what that suggestion sounded like. But if we look at the suggestion in, or in greater detail, it says drink more water. A great suggestion. I often drink water. In fact, I don't like soda. I don't like sweets. I don't really like desserts. I don't like anything. I have a very um, restricted palate. That goes back to a, a few suggestions ago where I told you about like my weird eating habits. But I do not like soda. I like water. So I, yes, I do drink water. And I should drink more of it. You know what? I should. So thank you for that. And then avoid screens before sleep. This one's a little difficult because we live in a world that has so many screens that it seems like every object I look at is a different screen. Like even let's say I think like, you know, we got phones, we got computers, then we got like a halfway in between iPad. That's like a screen as well. And then like they're even turning watches into screens 
they're like um, all these different screens. And then there's the TVs that are screens. And then even paintings are screens. Even books are screens. I mean, if you look at a thing, isn't it a screen kind of? Like, is don't we look at the... Don't we look at the world through the screen of our eyes? So it's very hard to avoid screens in you, in, when you think about it. Like, I would say that anything that's in a square, anything framed by a square is a screen. And that might be the scariest fact of all. So avoiding screens before sleep, I think the only way you could really do it is if you ever have taken a plane and you stole one of those little eye sleeper um things that you put over your eyes and in that way you could avoid screens by putting a screen that screens the light over your eyes but it depends on how literally you want to take this suggestion and in the end of the suggestion it gets a little bit complicated plant your potatoes in the spring um planting potatoes in the spring that sounds like real farm life shit and me as a guy from Long Island, you know, still, you know, right on the border of, of Nassau. I grew up right on the border of Nassau and Queens. Um, I'm not a city kid, but I definitely went into the city every week for something or another, and I still do. I'm constantly in the city. The city of New York, New York City, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens. R- rarely ever Staten Island. Rarely ever the Bronx, but Manhattan... Brooklyn and Queens, yes, frequently there. And when I hear about planting potatoes in the spring, I am like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know shit about planting anything. So, sorry, I can't really take that suggestion and make any use of it. But use sunscreen, also a suggestion I really can't do anything with because it is very gray, especially now in the winter. So next suggestion, thank you so much, Sheila the Tuba. Next suggestion is comes from Digestive Marnie. Digestive Marnie. Digestive's Marnie. And says, always make sure to shave your neck so your jawline can look super defined. Shit looks so good. Thank you so much, Digestive's Marnie. I appreciate this suggestion. And I appreciate that you're concerned about my jawline and making it look super defined. But... I will tell you this, I cannot change my shaving schedule because I can only shave when my, when the, when what would become a beard grows in enough so that I can get a clean shave. I can't shave every day because the second day I shave, I'll, I'll fucking rip my shit up and I cannot afford to do that, especially when I don't have a, a job to go into that would require me to look all like spiffy every day. That shit sucks. I hope that the pandemic, to some extent, has ended the need for people to shave every day and look all perfect at work. That sucked. That aspect of life was bullshit. And I know that might seem like very, um, like, who cares about that? Like, if I had, if, I, if life circumstances were different, I would kill to have a job where I had to uh, shave every day and go in and look nice for a boss. But I think it's just stupid, and I don't wish that on anybody. Unless that's what they wish for themselves. In that case, do what you guys need to do. Okay, 
Next suggestion comes from Matthew Zulo 2, who says, make an OnlyFans. And this this is a very interesting suggestion. Because what if I've had it wrong the whole time? What if I don't need to fucking rack my brain thinking of creative, comedic riffs or or even work on my wit as a creative um, muscle at all? What if all I needed to do was just take pictures of my dick, of me and my hard dick? And put them up online. And that would be the thing that brings joy to the world. And, you know, of course, it's not just that. Obviously, there's an art to it. I'm not... I would never condescend to the, to the great artists who, whose body is their medium. And they put pictures up for, uh, for people to look at. And then, you know, not even... Uh, and just find themselves getting hard or wet to the pictures that they've put up and then masturbating to those pictures or videos, that there's an art to that for sure. But I don't know if I have cultivated that skill. I mean, truly, I don't know if I'm good enough to have an OnlyFans. Like, if I were to rate myself from 1 to 10 in the classic, like, uh, rating a person's beauty. I think that I'd rate myself my height, 56. I'd say 56. Like I've never I've never been able to um whatever, been like a, a some guy that like gets a lot of girls or something like that. Whenever it has happened, it's always a surprise to me. Uh, and it has rarely happened anyway. So making an OnlyFans um I don't know. That ship may have sailed. I may have I may have had to have been born as a person who who gets validation not from being a class clown from but from being like a hot guy or something like that. But who knows? I mean, I'm making this podcast and if this doesn't work, maybe the next step is to just make an OnlyFans. All right. Next suggestion comes from Pete 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 who says, "Shave my head and start practicing the gentle art of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Shave my head and start practicing the gentle art of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, acronym BJJ. Shave my head, head, start practicing BJJ. Well, you can find that and all of my um, tutorial videos on my OnlyFans. All right. Next suggestion is from Vesper Dandelion. Great friend of the show. Also someone who has purchased my watercolors. And um, Vesper Dandelion says, release my art into the world. People will come to you for that brilliant mind of yours. Thank you so much. I, this is, this is like when I mentioned, this is the kind of comment that I put onto the table as and I, and, I, and I stack the accolades on my table to help my self-esteem. And then I have to worry about the, the, the specter that actually runs the show swiping it off and reminding me that I am actually worthless. And it's a game that my mind plays with itself. But thank you. I, do, I am trying to release my art into the world. And 
hoping that people come to me. And I appreciate that you think I have a brilliant mind. I just try. I try to make things. And um, all I want to do is continue to make things and hopefully that there's an audience for them. So thank you so much. I appreciate that comment, that suggestion. And I will continue to release my art into the world. All right. Next suggestion comes from The Truman Show. And The Truman Show says, the stuff I post is similar to stuff on TikTok. And I think you'll blow up there, so try it out. I love you. And then Truman Show also has, has suggested that I should do an episode on the day gecko, the best rep- reptile, and also publicize more on TikTok. So, this, so Truman Show is really pushing for me to start TikTok. Um, but little does the Truman Show know that I already started TikTok in 2019. And all the old episodes of Grading Animals were on TikTok, where they did shit numbers, and then were eventually all taken down by TikTok for having curses. So um, the problem is that TikTok wants you to use their interface, be part of their ecosystem, use TikTok itself as the medium. And maybe I have to do that, but... The issue I'm having is where, what about me? Like, they already, they're going to take me down for being myself, for, ta- for, for saying curses and stuff. And, you know, I'm an adult. I, I'm not a baby. I think that, like, one of the things is, like, uh, do I have to make content dumbed down for babies? Or can I just be the person that I am? Um, I don't know, like... I, do I have to participate in a baby meme? Is that the sacrifice I have to make to get, quote, hundreds of thousands of followers? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's that simple. But maybe I have to do TikTok to, to um, really commit to it. Um, you know, it, sh- it might not be that bad. But, um, you know, I, just, I guess I'm such a, like, stubborn stubborn in my wanting to be independent and um and maybe that's my achilles heel that would will eventually lead to my downfall but the other thing he says is that do an episode on the day gecko the best reptile um yeah maybe i will do that and if you want me to do episodes faster then help then join the patreon because the patreon will absolutely help me um make the content i i want to make by um, lessening the pressure I feel on my life because I don't make enough money to live. All right. The next suggestion is from Burger King of Prussia. And his suggestion is, love yourself, man. Love your life and where you're at. You're doing great. Thank you, Burger King of Prussia. Uh, this is a great suggestion. This is a real suggestion that I should take to heart. Um, yeah, maybe the maybe the problem of spending so much time alone is you spend so much time alone in your thoughts, and you do things, and the value of them evaporates immediately, and then you're disconnected with what you put out into the world. Like I have a trouble feeling good about grading animals sometimes i feel like whatever i mean not even just grading animals i mean like the crisis that i've mentioned 
minor crisis, but a crisis for me over this hour that I've talked to you. Um, But a lot of it is like having trouble um, believing in myself and like loving myself and and appreciating that, uh, you know, I'm alive in this pandemic. I could have gotten killed by the by COVID. You know, you could have any of us could have. Why is that such a surprising thing to say? Any of us could have died from COVID. It really was just a lottery. You didn't know when your time was up. I got into a car accident not long ago, uh, and I could have died too. There's no reason why the car that T-boned me shouldn't have fucking... I could have careened into another car and then smashed and then just been a, a YouTube crash video where I died. But I didn't. I got to feel very grateful that I am alive. And, like, it's so weird because, like, when we get something good, when we get some good news or we get, like, a positive feedback, for some reason it doesn't, like, it, like, it, 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 like, disappears. Like, we're not able to hold on to the joy or the happiness of it. But when someone says something mean, like, it lingers so long. And then our own... Well, at least for me, my own negative thoughts, um, they linger. And it's very difficult. It's very difficult to, to like, feel like um, you can get out from under the pressure of your own negative thoughts. So, Burger King of Prussia, thank you so much for this suggestion. And also, I feel like this suggestion is very observant because maybe people who are watching my um, unraveling on Instagram are seeing that like, you know, I think maybe that's the, that's my problem. So yeah, I feel good about at least talking about it on this podcast episode. That seems cool. Um, Next suggestion comes from Jessica Rain 01, uh, who suggests, she says, can I suggest you keep doing whatever the fuck you want? It's perfect. Thank you, Jessica Rain. I will continue doing whatever the fuck I want. I mean, when I started grading animals, I think that was in the spirit of doing whatever the fuck I want. And I only stuck with it because I was committed to seeing a thing I created through all the way. And while doing it, I just tried to follow my own rules. And I think like, you know, making this podcast and, you know, going outside and doing plein air painting, uh, watercolor for the, for, for truly trying to do something that like makes me happy is, you know, in line with doing whatever the fuck I want. And knowing that, uh, that the people who have, uh, who have come to grading animals, like are cool with me doing whatever the fuck I want, that is something that does embolden me and gives me uh, the strength to continue to do that. And you know what? I'm going to continue doing that. And so, you know, surprise, right now, that's the... We're at an hour four, which is, I think, the 
requisite time for the for a podcast and that was the last suggestion so thank you so much for hanging out if you've listened to this this far i appreciate it if you have more suggestions for me suggest them in um i guess in the comments or on the stories or wherever um and uh thank you so much and this has been uh the grading animals uh podcast and maybe i'll come up with a name for it We'll see. All right. Thank you so much. Goodbye.